0: All right. Hey, everybody, we've got uh, we've got the gentleman who is down south right now on his uh, who just began his uh, his run at his his one man motorcycle fun tour, Uh, although I guess today wasn't all that much fun for him. But uh, Tyler Medallia has been nice enough to talk to us about uh, round one of the GNCC in uh, Union, South Carolina, the big buck uh, event down there. GNCC Enduro Race. Uh, Tyler, thanks for uh, chatting with us, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, no problem. Still uh, still stings a bit. But I mean, it's yeah, it's the way she goes. Part of racing.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Jim Edgar, your uh, your your buddy down there, staying at his place down there in Jacksonville, Florida, for this uh, this campaign here and stuff. He was nice enough to send me uh, some updates along the day there, and obviously we saw that it uh, didn't go exactly as you're hoping. But uh, so let's just, uh, I mean, well, we'll just kind of like a little bit of a race day wrap up, man. What uh, what was it like? Had you've done the big buck? Didn't go well last year either, though, right?
1: Yeah, just this this round is is uh yeah I haven't got I've I've tried it twice and both times like I had mechanicals like early in the race well the first last year was was uh you know it's an hour to go or something but I had yeah that was a whole different issue but this one was like um yeah I felt great coming in and I did a lot of prep and um well not really a lot of prep I mean 2 weeks to get ready for a 3 hour race is an ideal but um I had been riding a little bit throughout the winter at home, so I wasn't, like, not getting arm pump or anything like that. So I'm riding good, and the 350 feels great. Um, so, yeah, and then uh, I had a good start. Um, just went a little bit wide, came in came in hot. Um, and then, yeah, I was, like, I think fourth or fifth. And, uh, yeah, it was, just, yeah, settling into – into a pace and you no know, the i i pre-rode the course on the pedal bike in the in the morning and you kind of have an idea where you're going but there's so many after the there was 700 bikes in the 10 a.m race <laughs> yeah and by the way shelby turner was there and she did great um, i think she got fifth oh in, okay. uh, in the women's pro and she uh yeah um
0: uh, I was doing everything did, I, I was doing everything i could to find results, and you could not find the women 's results anywhere
1: yeah she was in the 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 a m race so the ten ten o'clock race and right. uh yeah she did she did really good um she was when i went by when i seen her go by, she was kind of by herself in that spot she had separ- like it was a pretty big separation at that point but um yeah she she did uh, great um yeah, and then so getting back to my race i yeah, had a good start, was in a in a good flow and yeah, just um I was just pacing with um pacing with the, the lead group and uh going fine and yeah, I just <clears throat> was trying to make a make a move and I went to the there was, you know, five or six ruts that all looked identical. <laughs> I mean you know what I mean, it's like just a crapshoot on, on which one you take and they all had a little bit of water in the bottom. Um and I just like lifted my front wheel up so my front wheel didn't go into the, the bottom of the hole and my back end dropped in. And then the bike just locked up and I did a fender kiss. I'm glad nobody got it on video. It would have been freaking embarrassing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then I couldn't move the bike. I, I It wouldn't even spin, but I couldn't really see what was going on with the wheel. I just seen that there was a a big tree that was laying down. That was into my into my uh, sprocket and uh, hub, so I tried to like blast the clutch to to like just to break it and but the chain it had pushed the chain onto the tops of the sprocket teeth, right? So the the wheel was locked. It, I couldn't I couldn't move, and then it was slowly sinking into the mud. And there was people going by, and just like my bike was clean up until that point, and mm-hmm. then. Obviously, that you've seen the picture. Yeah. So it was completely brown. I was completely covered head to toe just because I was getting splashed by people going by. And I just stood there for a while and waited until the traffic went through. And there were people falling all over, hitting me, hitting the bike. And I was like, well, hopefully one of them runs over this friggin' tree and breaks it so I can get going again. <laughs> and it didn't happen. And then this guy on a brand new Gas Gas 450 just goes right through the middle and sinks it down. And. <sighs> He's just got it pinned wide open, on the rev limiter, steam going everywhere. At this point, it's comical, right? Because I'm like, "Well, my race is my race is done. I can't even I can't even budge my bike." So I like, and so he's uh, he looks at me. I'm like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll help you." He's like, "Yeah, I'll help you too." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> man. Like, you're so stuck." So I'm grabbing the forks. Like, I have my gloves on, and his bike is quagmired. So I'm grabbing the forks. Hands are full of mud. People are going by us, and then it just his bike wouldn't even budge. Like it was suctioned into the mud. I, he's probably still there, I think. <laughs> and then this this other kid tries to split between us, and he sinks. And we get his bike out, and then Buddy comes over, and we we like can't move my bike. It's locked, but it doesn't look like it sucked because it wasn't even that really that deep of a hole. But the bike was lodged in there, so I. So, we had to walk to the base of the tree to pick it up, to, to break the tip that was in my wheel. We had the most leverage if we did it way at the back. So, we did it, finally got it on, on uh, got the tree out, and then I got the bike out, but it, the, the chain was still off it, and it was all full of mud. So, I couldn't even really see if there was like something stuck in it or, or what. And then I just like, well, if I break the chain, then I mean, whatever, I'm just going to have to walk out. So I kind of just let the clutch out easily and it popped back on. And then, um, and then we tried, I tried again to, to help the buddy there get his bike out because at this point I was, I'd been there for like 25 minutes. So the race was, my race was over and I, uh, so we couldn't even get his bike out. It was stuck. It was up by the time we were done, it was up to the seat. So we uh the mud was up to the seat. He, he took an even worse line. I didn't even think that was possible. So then
0: what do you do? So say, well like, oh, uh, Have a nice day. I got to go."
1: <laughs> well, no, I I went up to the next checkpoint. I'm like, "Yeah, there's there's a guy that, that's back there and you're going to need a machine to get his bike out because." <laughs> so hopefully they got they got it out, but it it wasn't it wasn't moving So yeah, and then uh instead of, you know, beating myself up and and you know, putting my bike through three hours for, for no reason, like, it's the only bike I got down here. There's no, there's no sense of riding around doing that when you're so far behind. So I just pulled it in and yeah, clean it up. Cause I don't know if like, I don't know how loose the chain got from from that. I would have just done it again, maybe, or you know what I mean? So yeah, right? not really
0: it's funny, I guess there's like two arguments right like if you're some uh some amateur guy and you're just out there trying to get through this damn event, you may have just struggled through it, but being a professional, it's like well no, I'm here to to compete and do well, not just to see if I can finish,
1: yeah like i know i can I know I can do good <laughs> yeah. i uh, you know what I mean like I know I can finish it's not about finishing, it's about doing well exactly I think that i can, you know I think I can do well i you know what i mean like i I feel good, the bike is really good, I know I can do it um mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it, you got to really. I mean, looking back, I don't even know if I would have changed anything. I just think it just was sh- like, you know, if I tried that a million times, that that wouldn't have happened. Right. Just by chance, I took the wrong line and it was on the right angle for the tree to slip between the spokes. And but uh, yeah, and I mean, it is part of racing, but um, yeah, it's just like you, I. You know, you stick handle your way down here. You know, I'm <laughs> away from my kids. Um, training and, you know, eating all Jim's food and <laughs> um you know, all this stuff and, and uh, you know, it just seems like yeah, it's kinda of frustrating. You're like, Man, it's what a waste it seems like a waste of time and effort but I mean, yeah, at the same time it's I'm here, I, I gotta make the best of it. So I gotta forget about that shit and just kinda like move forward and focus on the next round and You know, I've had, uh, I'm, you know, I I ride in the sand a lot. I've had good results at this, at this next round and it gives me a little bit more time to get, um, you know, just, just to get some more seat time from the winter and, and, uh, yeah, I get, so we have this weekend off, which will be perfect. And by the time, yeah, Hogwaller comes around, I'll be, and like the second day here, I, uh, I didn't have I was waiting for my bike to show up and I was riding Jim's bike his 450 and it didn't have handguards on and I was riding in this like trail network and a vine caught the the ball of the front brake and pulled my front brake in and I I slammed up my hand into the into the tree and squished between my my the handlebar and my knee and the tree so I didn't know if I had a fracture in my thumb or or what so I, I even like when I first got down here, I could barely ride for the first like three or four days. So, yeah, <laughs> so it's been, um, it's been interesting, but, um, uh, yeah, just got to look forward and, and, well, I am looking forward to the, to the next two because they're, the, the sand one is coming up and then the, the following round is in Aonia Pass and it's kind of like there's a motocross track involved in that one. So, mm-hmm. and I've done that one before and done well there too. So, um yeah, looking forward
0: to those. Okay, well hey, I got to, I have a couple questions. One thing you mentioned, you have this weekend off. No, you don't. You've got Jim's 450 to race the Daytona Supercross on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would I would ride my uh There's no there's the Supercross is off. I was going to do I was thinking if I had another set of suspension, I'd go and try to race the Supercross in Daytona on Saturday <laughs> and then do the GNCC the uh, Sunday, but not not after uh, now I got extra motivation to, to really buckle down and get my shit together for the the next one.
0: Right. Okay. Well, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't ask you this part here. You kind of, you kind of mentioned it, but what, um, what, how far into the race was this, uh, this miss
1: This was right away. It was like, um, just past the eight mile mark. So <laughs> did the start and just settled into a pace and just like, okay, here we go. We're just going to learn the, learn the course. You know, it wasn't sprinting. Just there was a pack of us riding in a in a row, and you know what I mean. There's no no sense, no urgency to push it. You get three hours, and yeah, uh, like twenty twenty some minutes in, and just
0: stop. Hey, hey, what what's it like for like? I mean, I watched it on the racer TV there till you uh, till till Jim sent the photos where you were finished, and uh, then I went, all ah, right, I've lost interest now. But uh, watching those guys just haul ass through the trees and stuff like that, are you like? I, obviously you you could beat these guys on a motocross track kind of thing but are you uh, are you comfortable going with those guys those leaders at that pace what's uh, what's that like for you Yeah Yeah no it's
1: fine I I can I'm comfortable doing it no problem going by the trees it doesn't really bug me I um you know my my track when I was a kid at my my parents house is all through the trees so I have no problem going going fast through the trees it's just you know there's just some some things were like You got to get used to like the lines with all the roots in it. Um, they're they're kind of tricky, and if you see like a spot where there's two trees really tight together, but the 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 rut that goes right through the middle of it has got two angled roots right before you get to the trees, you have to Mm -hmm. kind of figure out what you have to do quickly when you're going fast. You know what I mean at the at the at the front end pace because it's you know I mean like it's Mm -hmm. eighty percent of a motor. Moto pace, right? So it's, you're, you're clipping through there and it's, I mean, you got to trust your bike and you got to trust your abilities and you got to make, you got to pay attention. Um, so there's, there's some things that are, are tricky, but I'm comfortable with it and I, I have no issues, um, going that speed
0: through right. there hey now now i know uh they said they changed the track quite a bit from last year and stuff like that from what i saw it looked like a lot of fun like it didn't look i didn't see like you know i've been to palatka there hogwaller and stuff and there's that whole mud area section was it just fast through the trees and roots and things or was there i mean you obviously got stuck in some mud but what was the track like
1: yeah it was good it was um you for most of it you're following like an atv rut right. so because we like <clears throat> We didn't there wasn't a lot of bike only sections um and the ones that were was it was pretty just it was just like follow a rut in between the trees it was it was pretty fun and then yeah, it was all clay um yeah it it was it was pretty fun i mean it was super beat up from all the like i think they said it was 2000, 2000
0: 21.
1: 21 entries yeah That's a lot of bikes going going through that stuff, so it got chewed up pretty pretty nasty. Um, But yeah, you're you're kind of going up and down these clay hills, following four wheeler ruts. It's it's actually pretty fun. It just yeah, I just got a sour taste in my mouth. I man, I just it's two years in a row at this that friggin' event that I have no issues with the with the course either. Like it was uh, it was enjoyable. I you know I mean I was feeling good. It just yeah.
0: Hey, how much? I mean being on a a proper and actual off-road bike this year too man like aside from getting stuck with that root and everything but does the bike just feel way much you know much more appropriate for this kind of racing
1: yeah it does it's it's a lot more comfortable there's just like a lot less feedback in your hands you don't feel every every bump and whenever you you know your front wheel hits a, a root doesn't you know take the bars out from underneath you and <laughs> wash the front end out you just got yeah, it's just a bit more more supple, and and you can still rip it on the motocross track too. So there's, so it's, I mean, it's just a bit you just deeper in the strokes, kind of bottom it out here and there. But um, but yeah, it, it it's definitely more enjoyable when you're in the woods. You don't, yeah, you can relax a bit. it Doesn't dance around and shake your teeth,
0: yeah. <laughs> right? All right, so we've got a weekend off. What uh what's the game plan? I'm mean, you gonna are you gonna find any kind of racing event next weekend or is it, are you gonna take it off?
1: Um yeah, we'll see we'll see what's going on down here. I don't know what I don't think there's much going on around where I'm I am at. Um but I just want to get uh get some good solid riding in. Um the weather's looking good. We had a bunch of rain so it was kind of like hit and miss for the last little bit. So the forecast is looking good. So I'm going to put in a good, good, uh, training block and, um, yeah, this week and then, uh, keep building from there. And yeah, I got a good, a good, uh, couple spots to ride. Uh, might go down and there's a good loop and uh, down in Chrome. There's like this pretty nasty route, uh, loop. It's like eight miles long. It's like each lap is right, like around 20 minutes or something. And it's, from the ATV guys getting ready for the GNCC. so it's like pretty much identical to what we're we're gonna ride in Hogwaller. So I might go spend a couple of days down there to do some do some prep oh, since I cool. didn't really get to do a whole lot of riding today.
0: Man, anybody who's been down to Florida doing some riding, they hear the word Croom and man, sand just obviously pops into your mind that place. Oh boy, yeah, it's something
1: <laughs> else. I'm gonna try to get a GoPro, some GoPro footage of the loop that I'm that I'm going to train on and it's pretty, <laughs> it's probably one of the, the gnarliest, uh, little tracks that, <laughs> yeah. that you'll see. Yeah. that You'll see, I'll post it on my Instagram or something, but, uh, Sweet. yeah, it's, uh, it, it is nasty shit.
0: Right. And by the way, I mentioned, uh, this coming weekend, I guess the, I I forgot there was a weekend off. We're not in Daytona until uh, March 6th. So yeah, there you go. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. So I gotta, I'm going to meet up with Kibby too. And I think we're going to do some, my pit board, uh, demo days, maybe at some of the track hop a little bit. So maybe at Bostwick or, um, maybe even bring, bring it down to Kroom because there seems to be a lot of people out there right now. So, uh, yeah, so it'd be, be fun to meet up with him and yeah.
0: Some, right. So I guess uh, you're blasting going. down the ice I 95 now, or where are you?
1: Yep. Yep. Just on the 95.
0: All right. Are we going to pop and- into a waffle house?
1: Oh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Cracker Barrel guy, and I like Cracker Barrel breakfast.
0: Ooh, sorry, Mr. Rockefeller. Yeah,
1: yeah right? Up <laughs> <laughs> on that fancy life.
0: <laughs> I just like, I I force everybody to go into a Waffle House down there. I just love the whole atmosphere of the, just calling you hun, and you, you just hear about their entire life story, and what's going on at their house, <laughs> their their problems in their home life behind the counter. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I've, I've definitely been to a Waffle House or two, but um yeah i especially now because like i don't know i it just it's weird like there's different places are like freaking out about masks other places you oh. go in they don't have masks on and then they're pumping to double mask on the commercials on the tv <laughs> down here it's oh wow it's something else man like, it's, uh, it's all over the map yeah so who knows
0: okay all right, Tyler. Hey, man. Again, I appreciate you talking about it, especially after a after a rough day, man. But you've seen enough good days and bad days that you can kind of you can kind of brush it off, I guess, huh?
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm not sore, which is nice. You know what I mean? Like I'm not hurt. The bike isn't broken. Um, you know, it, it's a part of part of the way racing goes. Yeah, like you said, I've been through it all. So, just look forward to the next one. There's always there's always another race, right?
0: yeah for sure I, that's what reminded me of a story i remember doing uh doing the iron man once and the next day everybody's like what are you, why are you walking so fine i'm like i could go for a run right now what you did the iron man yesterday i said yeah but i walked so damn much i feel fine today <laughs> yeah <laughs> i had my problems yesterday i'm fine today yeah that's it <laughs> all right buddy well again i appreciate it and we'll uh we'll be touching base with you of course and uh we got our roving reporter jim edgar down there he's going to be uh keeping us up on uh much um, what uh what you guys are up to so, so that'll be fun but uh who i uh, want you thank some of your uh who's helping you out there before we let you get uh ease on down the highway
1: yeah i just like to thank uh, kevin and jim edgar for coming with me and uh jet one uh callus my pit board um oakley um yeah tnt um yeah and uh brad migration yeah what well, you should uh you should give you should give Shelby a call.
0: Yeah, I know. For I, I talked to her for a long time yesterday.
1: Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah she gave she had,
0: me the. I got the full details on her uh, on the whole incident there and everything. But <laughs> I had a whole post made, and then we're like, "Ooh, you know what? This is still under investigation. Let's pull that down." So I, I had to, I pulled it all down. But yeah, I'm gonna give her a call for sure. I was trying to find the results before I gave her a call, though. Maybe they're yeah, up by now.
1: No she, no, she did good. Like get get uh, get an interview with somebody that uh, that deserves it right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, her agent isn't as good as yours what's that her agent isn't as good as hers
1: yeah as yours
0: sorry (laughs) she's down
1: she's down here by herself too kind of so yeah um yeah no no i'm uh, gonna give her a call yeah thanks uh thanks for giving me the the opportunity and uh hopefully we can talk uh after hog hogwaller with some good results
0: all right sounds good if things change i'm still going to try to get down there but uh, we'll see don't hold your breath
1: okay later Billy. thank you (laughs) thanks
0: man bye-bye